Hey there, and welcome to the Digital Nomad Life Podcast. I'm your host, Krista, aka Krista Bella Travels on all social media. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok. Please do hit me up. Love to hear from my listeners. And I'm a digital nomad. And today I'm going to be talking about the reasons why people don't become digital nomads. And I don't mean that they don't become digital nomads because what they actually want is the house with the white picket fence and a a husband and a dog and all that stuff. No, no, no. I'm talking about the people that they actually want to become digital nomads and they're just still not doing it. And why? Why is it that they're not doing it? What is the energetic block, the limiting belief, the shadow that's holding these people back? I've heard about these shadows and limiting beliefs from my clients over the past several years that I've been working as a digital nomad coach. And I'm going to share with you today what the most common ones are. And hopefully it'll bring some awareness to you empower you to take those next steps in your digital nomad journey. My actual mission with this podcast is to help people become digital nomads, right? I am a coach and I do obviously get paid to help people become digital nomads, but not everybody is first of all in the financial position to hire me for that. I also don't have time to help everybody. And I know that the world's just going to be a better place if more people follow their dreams. So that's why I'm here trying to give as much value as possible. And I know that this episode is going to be super valuable because this is the real shit. (laughs) Excuse my language, but the real shit that you need to know if you want to become a digital nomad is the reasons why you haven't done it yet. So let's dive in. Just a little bit of context for this. So if you don't know me, Here's my street cred. I have been traveling as a digital nomad since pretty much 2013. Traveled to 60 countries at this point. And I started building an Instagram audience, documenting my travels and sharing with people that I wasn't a trust fund baby, that I was actually just making money while I traveled. And that's how I was able to do this. And I started getting so many people asking me questions. So yeah, I grew my audience and eventually just with popular demand, I became a coach and I started doing this professionally. So yeah, I've worked with over a hundred clients at this point and many of my clients are, you know, traveling the world. They're living in Peru. A bunch of them are in Bali now where I live. And I'm just here to tell you before we get in that I work with clients from every kind of background imaginable. They're from all over the world. They're all different ages. Some only have a high school degree. Others have their master's and 20 years of corporate experience. Um, some have been doctors for you know a family of doctors. And I don't care who you are listening to this podcast. I care who you are. Of course, I care who you are. But I'm saying it doesn't matter what you do, where you've been, how much money you have saved, how much education you've got, it does not matter. You can make this lifestyle happen. There's a lot of other people online that are just shouting from the rooftops, you can become a digital nomad. It's really not that hard. And it's it's not. There are so many strategies. There are lots of other people. You can Google them. Hey, I'll teach you how to become a digital nomad by teaching you how to close remote sales. Or I'll teach you to become a digital nomad by teaching you how to be a designer. Or I'll teach you how to become a digital nomad by um, becoming a coach. For me, I teach you how to become a digital nomad by creating a business that's aligned with your personality and skill sets. So mine is a bit more mm, bespoke, if you will. But anyway, the point is there's so many different strategies out there. And if there are all these different strategies and it's not that hard, then why aren't more people doing it? Why is it hard? 
It's hard because of your mind. <laughs> it's hard because of your mind. I know that mindset is a word that a lot of people can find triggering. They're like, no, my mindset is solid. I want this. I, I want to go in this direction. And then they have all these excuses for why they haven't done it yet. It's because they just need to finish school or they just need to save this much money or whatever. I'm here to tell you right now, friend, that that's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. You give me six months, we can make you a digital nomad. I feel very confident in that. If your mindset is in the right place. Now let's go into what that actually means. So your mindset is really about your self-image. It's about how you see yourself, how much you trust yourself, how fearless you can be, how courageous you can be. Those are the qualities of a solid mindset, not someone who's living in scarcity, is terrified of failure, feels like they're unworthy, feels like they're scared of disappointing other people, um, people pleasers, perfectionists, all those things, those are the mindset blocks that hold people back from being digital nomads. So there's something important that we need to keep in mind as we go through this discussion about mindset, because it doesn't matter how strongly you want the digital nomad lifestyle. The thing that you've got to remember is that the digital nomad lifestyle is an alternative lifestyle. An alternative lifestyle inherently means that you are going against society. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to piss off society, but you are doing something different than the majority of people. And when you're doing something different than the majority of people, in a way, you are ostracizing yourself. And our subconscious mind, which if you've listened to any of my podcasts or if you're one of my clients, you know I talk about the subconscious all the time because our subconscious runs our life. And we need to know that our subconscious is operating specifically from a state of fear. All it wants to do is avoid dangerous situations. And our subconscious mind, it's not super connected to say our conscious mind, which our conscious mind wants to become a digital nomad, but our subconscious mind is scared of being ostracized from our community. And why is it scared of being ostracized from our community? Because our subconscious mind developed eras and eras and eras ago, and it needs to be part of a community because strength in numbers for our ancestors. Today, it's much more safe and more easily able to survive, even if we are living kind of as a hermit. Like if we have no friends or if we don't have family or if we don't have a community, we're not going to die because of it today. But back in the day, we would, right? You can't just like exist out in the world without a community if we're talking about our old, old, old ancestors. So you just have to know that it doesn't matter, again, how much you want the digital nomad lifestyle. Your subconscious is fighting you because your subconscious wants you to stay safe with the community. Okay, that was a lot of context for this, but it is really important to know because you might not be aware that your subconscious is acting up, holding you back from the lifestyle of your dreams. So now we've finally arrived to talk about why mindset is so important and what mindset actually means. What it is, is that you are aware of what's happening in your subconscious mind, which requires a lot of tuning into yourself and um, being really honest with yourself about what's actually going on. Not coming up with excuses to save face or save your ego, but being like, hmm, interesting. I'm noticing that I am 
actually feeling fearful of not having any friends um, because what if I go travel for six months and then everybody forgets about me? So, you know, that's a subconscious program, like something that's somehow like keeping you safe, right? Your subconscious wants to keep you safe, but your conscious mind wants to follow your dreams. So you need to have a conversation between your conscious mind and your subconscious mind, having your conscious mind say, hey, I know that you are scared of being ostracized. I know that you're scared of losing all your friends, but what if we make an agreement? How about instead of us self-sabotaging our chances by procrastinating or by um, not investing in a mentor or by just getting ultimately distracted, what if instead of doing that, we could just make a promise to ourselves that we are going to keep in really, really good touch with the people that we care about the most. So yeah, that's what I mean about mindset. So you really need to know, again, what your subconscious programs are. And the subconscious programs that we're specifically talking about here today are your shadows. And for the record, it hurts to look at our shadows. In the example that I just gave, this person who is really afraid that if they have success as a digital nomad, like if they actually make it happen, now they're going to get all this freedom and they're going to go travel the world, but then their friends are going to forget about them. What's actually happening there inside of that person's reality or inside of their, inside of their mind is that they have this shadow of feeling like they're actually forgettable or that they are not loved by their friends. Like maybe they have a belief that their friends are only their friends because of convenience. And that hurts to acknowledge. We don't actually want to look at the fact that we have this deep, deep, deep fear of feeling unloved. But if we do have that deep fear of feeling unloved, you can hopefully now see how, okay, I have this deep fear of feeling unloved. And I don't want to feel unloved. So what I'm going to do is surround myself by lots of friends. And that soothes my, soothes my nervous system, makes me believe that I'm, I'm good enough. And now I can function in my daily life. But now I want this other thing to become a digital nomad. So that's scary to my subconscious mind because if I do have this success and I go travel the world, then what if my friends forget about me and then I'm going to have to actually confront the fact that I am unlovable and that pain will just be too big to bear and I actually should just self-sabotage. I should tell myself that I just need to save for one more year. I should tell myself that I should, that like the reason why I can't do this job is because it's not a hundred percent aligned with my personality and therefore I have to find something else. So instead you keep jumping from one job to the next job to the next job. Or I don't know, you tell yourself that you're too broke to invest in getting help and that you can just do it yourself. But when you do, I mean, these are self-sabotaging behaviors. You're kidding yourself, right? And if you could just look at the shadows that are underneath the procrastination, the avoidance, then you would be able to self-soothe and remind yourself that actually you are lovable, you are worthy, and then you would just stop procrastinating. You would stop jumping from one job to the next job to the next job. You would realize that you don't need to have a ton of money saved because the whole point of being a digital nomad is that you're making money while you travel. But it all comes down to this deep hurt that we are all carrying around. 
So did you think that we would be going this deep on this podcast? Um, if you are surprised, then you're a lot like most of my clients who come into my program thinking that they're going to learn how to build a remote business, which which they do, right? My program is very, very focused on marketing and business building and professionalism. But at the same time, I think a lot of my clients do get surprised that on our coaching calls, what we're talking about instead of social media strategy is the reason why they felt unloved as a child. <laughs> because honestly, like that is literally the reason why becoming a digital nomad is hard. These painful feelings that we don't want to look at. So I actually say that I'm like a life coach disguised as a business coach because we really do go super deep, but this is what it takes to achieve freedom. It's what it takes to achieve freedom. I feel compelled to share a little bit about myself right now, just so that you understand like really what I mean about, about all this. So now that I'm based in Bali, I look back over my past decade and I'm like, fuck, like I went to 60 countries. That's crazy. Like even I think that that's crazy that I did that. Is it that I had a stellar mindset when I first became a digital nomad? I mean, I think that I've naturally been a very optimistic person my whole life, which is just, I just honestly got lucky with that personality trait. But when I think back to like, what was the thing that was actually motivating me to travel the world? It was from shadows, right? I just kind of spun it in a different way than maybe the average person. But if you guys know my story, you know that I got fired from my corporate job in 2013 when I was living in New York City. And I was so ashamed. Like, I cannot describe to you how deep shame I felt at that time. And I was just like, oh my God, I don't belong here and I'm never going to survive here. And I just need to get out of here. Like my subconscious was like, red alert, red alert, red alert, get out, get out, get out. And so then I was like, ooh, how do I save face? Like, how do I, how do I tell the world that I'm leaving New York City without my tail between my legs? And so I was like, hmm, I need an excuse. I need something else. And then it was actually one of my friends that was like, why don't we travel? And I was like, oh, bing, bing, bing. Okay, travel. And then I was like, oh shit, I don't have any money. Like, hmm, how do I get money? And then I was like, oh, I should become an English teacher in Thailand. And so that was like how I got the idea. And then it was when I was in Thailand that I was like, oh, this is really cool. And when I'm here in Thailand, I actually feel safe because I'm around a lot of people now who really understand the way that my mind works, like people that just get me. Because honestly, I felt kind of ostracized living in a traditional environment. Um, I always just felt different. And then when I was abroad, living abroad for the first time, I was like, wow, this is amazing. And I was actually finding safety, like my subconscious was finding safety in that remote environment. And then the other thing is like, why did I keep doing it? Like, why did I keep moving around? Well, yeah, I don't come from like the happiest childhood, like the happiest family life. And um, after doing a lot of shadow work on myself, I actually realized that my traveling around the world was in a way a form of numbing and escapism. It was a way for me to not actually think about how upsetting my childhood was 
and distract myself with always searching for the next destination. There's so much to think about when you're moving from place to place to place. And it's not numbing like drugs or alcohol, but it's numbing in a different way. And um, actually, like I was addicted to traveling because I was covering up my shadows. Now I've really come to terms with my shadows. I've realized that like, hey, I need to have a good cry about my childhood sometimes. And that's okay. Like, it's good for me to feel my feelings. I'm safe now. And that's what matters. And so are you. So are you. Whoever you are listening to this, like, you need to remember that you're safe now. And whatever is playing in your subconscious, it's in the past. And you can consciously use your mindset to overcome it. But you, your mindset needs to be on point. You've got to be aware of all the shit that's coming up for you when you are not moving forward in your life. So I invite you to take an inventory of all of your self-sabotaging behaviors, right? Like if you're someone, you're listening to this podcast because you've wanted to become a digital nomad for a long time and it's still not happening, take a good honest look at yourself, remove the shame, right? Do not be ashamed of any of these behaviors, but be real because whatever, I promise you, whatever your self-sabotaging behaviors are, I've seen it happen in dozens of other people. There's really not, there's just common ones, right? I already mentioned this a few times, but procrastination, like procrastination is not anything to do with laziness. It doesn't have to do with being stupid. What procrastination actually is, is it is a defense mechanism for you to not feel the uncomfortable feelings of whatever the thing is that you're trying to do. People procrastinate because they're scared of feeling dumb or they are scared of feeling not good enough or they're scared of feeling unworthy or they're scared of failure they're scared of rejection. They're scared of success. Um, you know, I know fear of success doesn't sound logical, but it's like the earlier example that I gave when someone, they're scared of being ostracized from their friends or losing touch with their friends. They're scared of becoming a digital nomad. So they're shooting themselves in the foot. The actual real reason is because they don't want to be separated from their friends. So that's fear of success. Like, It's not that you're scared of success. You're scared of the consequences that success will bring you. And that's the thing too. You're not scared of failure. You're scared of the consequences that failure will bring you. So I encourage you to take a look at what are the things that you're doing that are really holding you back? What are the behaviors? So are you procrastinating? Are you avoiding investing in a mentor? Are you just completely unable to make up your goddamn mind? Are you stuck in an emotional spiral of sitting down, doing something, feeling anxiety, having a panic attack, and then needing to self-soothe with, you know, medication or with alcohol? Are you an alcoholic? Are you addicted to drugs? Are you just way too into the partying lifestyle? Look, there's no judgment here. I've like basically been all of those people, right? I wasn't addicted to drugs, but I was addicted to traveling genuinely. And addiction, it's again, just one of those things like we get addicted to things because we're numbing something. And we really need to get to the bottom of knowing what it is that we're trying to numb so that we can come to terms with it, feel our feelings, and then actually realize, oh, okay, okay, subconscious, like, 
it's in the past. It's not that big of a deal. Even though, you know, our childhood made us feel like we are unworthy today as an adult, we can find lots of examples on why we actually are worthy and choose to focus on those instead. And that's how we're going to keep our mindset on point to keep going in the direction of our dreams. Um, our childhoods affect literally everything that we do, by the way. <laughs> so uh, if you are having a tough time becoming a digital nomad, I guarantee you, you had a tough childhood. And whatever that means to you, like it could mean that you were abused. It could mean that you, um, that your parents forgot to pick you up from school one day. Like it, I have another episode all about shadow work. Um, I really encourage you to listen to that if what I'm saying right now resonates with you. Because I'm telling you, this is literally the reason why people don't become digital nomads. It's not because they don't have any skills. It's not because there isn't an opportunity out there for them. It's not because they're not smart enough. It's not because they, whatever, like it's, it's not because of any of these superficial reasons. And again, I know this because I've worked with over a hundred clients at this point. By the time you listen to this, it'll be at least 150 and it's growing and growing every year. And, um, I do know this because I have worked with people from all walks of life, like all different backgrounds. And genuinely, if someone has a good mindset and they don't have a ton of trauma that's still running their subconscious mind, they can boom, make it happen like literally in a matter of months. I give you the strategy. It can be applied to so many different kinds of businesses. And frankly, it's, it really isn't that hard. But again, the reason why people don't become digital nomads, the reason why it is quote hard is because of your mindset. So I hope that this um, helps someone out there. <laughs> if honestly, if this episode resonates with literally one person, then my career is worth it. I am very passionate about helping people heal from things in their past. And um, I just love, love, love what I do going so deep with my clients. And um, yeah, I just want to tell you a little bit about like one cool thing that I do do with all of my clients is a lot of shadow work, which is exercises that help you become aware of the subconscious programming that you have that's holding you back. One, for example, that is really, really important is social media shadow work. So you can do shadow work, you know, for sexual trauma, but in my program, we specifically focus on shadow work that has to do with um, what's getting in your way of business building. So social media is a great tool for small business owners, but a lot of people feel scared to do social media or they feel some kind of resistance. Maybe they don't even know that they're scared. They just say, I don't know why I just can't post on social media. I'm like, I know why it's because you're scared. And usually the reason why people are scared of showing up on social media is because there's one person or a, or a small group of people who they are worried about judging them. So, um, what I do with my clients is I give them, you know, a bunch of journaling exercises, a lot of kind of probing questions to ask them what's coming up for you when you sit and meditate on the idea of you posting on social media. And usually, what happens is after they go through the shadow work exercise, then my clients are like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize it was actually my aunt. Uh, oh, this is a real example that somebody gave to me literally just the other day. Basically, this client of mine has a really, really successful father and she's always been really interested in or, you know, really compelled to make her dad proud of her. 
and her dad has a sister, so her aunt. And the aunt was basically like a freeloader off of her parents. And so my client grew up her whole life hearing her dad criticize her aunt for being a freeloader. And so now, therefore, even though my client has never been a freeloader, is terrified of looking like one and somehow was associating social media with being a freeloader not to get into all the details, but just like that was the subconscious connection that she was making. And that's the thing. Sometimes what's happening in our subconscious, it doesn't actually make logical sense. But when you're not looking at it intentionally, then it just lives as this organic shape moving shadow thing that we need to bring it to light. But once we bring it to light, now my client can say, oh, that's so interesting. Like I do actually know that if I show up on social media, I'm not going to be a freeloader and I can just have a conversation with my dad and and give him all the details so that he's not going to be judging me and therefore he will still be proud of me and I get to have my cake and eat it too. So that's the kind of stuff that I'm talking about when I say subconscious reprogramming and mindset work and shadow work and all that stuff. So yeah, if you're scared of showing up in social media, I encourage you to think about like be really, really honest with yourself. Who actually are you worried about judging you? And yeah, just come to terms with that. Feel your feelings about it and then move on. (laughs) Okay. All right. I'm going to stop talking. I hope that this was helpful. If you listened to this episode and you liked it, I would love to hear your feedback. Um, If you send it to me at my much smaller Instagram account, which is Christabella Travels Coaching. If you message me at Christabella Travels, I get so many messages on that account, it probably is going to get lost. Um, So yeah, but message me at Christabella Travels Coaching and I definitely will get back to you. And I would love to hear, again, of any episode requests or just feedback in general. Um, If you have any questions about being a digital nomad, I would love to chat with you about it. And who knows, maybe you and I will work together at some point in the future. Maybe you and I will um, have a working relationship and then we'll become friends and we'll travel the world together. It's totally possible. Anyway, I hope you have an amazing day and thanks so much for listening.